This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Desperate visa applicants are turning to migration agents as they hope for a new life in Australia. But according to some registered migration agents, not all agents can be trusted. Migrating to Australia is often a long and complicated process. Blaise Itabello, a former Congolese refugee turned migration agent, says while people with a good level of English are capable of submitting their own visa application, engaging a registered migration agent can make a difference. To submit your own application, you don't need a migration agent. Now, if you don't understand the language, even filling the form itself becomes difficult. There's legal requirement. If you you don't understand the system, Sometimes you don't even know what is required of you. And I think that is where the complexity comes. Refugee Advice and Casework Service, or RACS, provides free legal advice, assistance and representation for financially disadvantaged and vulnerable asylum seekers. Its principal solicitor and centre manager, Sarah Dale, says if an applicant's visa is refused, that person could potentially go through multiple processes before reaching a final outcome. She believes it is therefore essential for an asylum seeker to have legal representation in navigating the complex legal system. If the department finds that you are not a refugee or you're not eligible for the visa that you've applied for, then if you are a person that came by boat, that appeal is sent to the Immigration Assessment Authority generally. Otherwise, you can appeal that decision at the Administrative Appeals Tribunal, which would be a second stage. If the AAT or the IAA agree with the department, then your only option is to explore judicial review in the courts. And that could be three levels of courts you could potentially go through in order to appeal that decision. As of December 31st, 2019, there were 7,249 registered migration agents in Australia, 30% of whom are legal practitioners. These registered migration agents are regulated by the OMARA, or the Office of the Migration Agents Registration Authority, run by the Department of Home Affairs. A recent amendment of the Migration Bill means that legal practitioners no longer need to simultaneously hold a migration agent's registration to provide immigration assistance. Registered migration agent Johanna Nonato says unregistered agents are not bound by the rules and regulations of the OMARA. We are registered. We have a code of conduct, you know, just like registered nurses have licenses. So we have that. People who are practicing in Australia who are giving advice or assistance with regards to migration or Australian visas and they are not registered, that's illegal. So there are people who does that in Australia, but there's a lot of people doing that overseas. Nonato refers to a group of overseas nurses who sought migration advice from an overseas-based education consultancy. I have met some registered nurses whom were advised to study for a three-year course. That's about $35,000 a year. They've spent that and as a registered nurse, if you're qualified, you just have to study for three months. You gain registration. You have the minimum points requirement. You can become a permanent resident. It's not fake. It's just that their business is to sell education. They don't have expertise on visa. Meanwhile, there are also illegal agents who guarantee jobs in Australia. Before you can gain a work visa in Australia, your occupation should be in our skills list. 
for that visa. If it's not there, you're, you're not eligible. Some would just give that idea that you'll be working here, but really they're applying for a visitor visa for you. You're not allowed to work. And that's when you find out that you've been scammed. Dale encourages shopping around to compare prices and services offered by registered agents. She says scammers often promise successful visa outcomes, but the only person with that power is the Minister for Immigration. No one, not a lawyer, not an agent can guarantee you a positive visa outcome. If someone is suggesting that, that would be a red flag for me. According to Itabello, a telling sign of scammers is that they either undercharge or overcharge. The first port of call is to check if someone is a registered migration agent on the Omara website as registered migration agents are regulated and follow a code of conduct in Australia. People don't understand the process involved. When I'm assisting you, I have to sign an agreement with a client. Now, a fake migration agent will not because they're not trying to be legally binded to anybody. So there must be an agreement. They must confirm your instructions in writing and all these sort of things that we abide by the code of conduct and we have to do as registered migration agents. They don't happen when people are not registered. According to Nonato, the Amara's Code of Conduct also keeps a close watch on the bank accounts of registered migration agents every year. A part of the Code of Conduct is that if I take money from the client, I put it in a client account. I don't touch that until I do the work. We have training every year, our CPDs. We go through all these hoops because we have to be registered. But hey, any person overseas can just give advice, make money out of it. And they're not under the Australian law. At RACS, Dale has heard stories of people falling prey to unethical agents. They had saved and saved and saved to pay an agent's fees to then discover they were needing to pay more fees or additional fees. And then, of course, that agent won't release that client's documents to them until they've paid those fees. And what is concerning is that for vulnerable people in our community, you can see how they fall into those traps, particularly those seeking asylum here in Australia when the stakes are so high and it literally is a situation of life or death. Dale says it's important to make complaints to the Omara if you believe a registered migration agent has not adequately assisted you or has scammed you. And complaints can be made with the Legal Services Commissioner. Certainly that person can be investigated. According to the Omara's latest annual report, 70% of complaints against migration agents were dismissed partly due to insufficient evidence or where the Amara has no jurisdiction. Nonato says, unfortunately, the Office of the Migration Agents Registration Authority does not have jurisdiction over offshore illegal agents. So anyone practicing there, they can do what they want. It's really about how they get policed by their own country, where they are. But Australia, per se, doesn't have a way of controlling that. Nonato says initial consultation fees range approximately from $100 to $300, depending on whether you spoke to a junior registered migration agent or an immigration lawyer. Prices for visa processing also vary depending on the type of visa you are applying for. For permanent residency visa, I would think it would be between $3,000 to $5,000 because that's a long process. It can take one to two years to process that. There's partner visa, there's student visas, education agents usually do not charge for student visas because they're not licensed to give advice on visas, but they do make money from the tuition fee 
at a percentage. As for Ida Bello, consultation fees are sometimes reduced for clients experiencing particular hardship. I know some of registered migration agents and even myself, I do that sometimes. Based on client circumstances, I don't charge a lot of money because I know they can't afford it. So I will just ask something so that I can recover some of the costs that I will do in the process. Adobello says the coronavirus pandemic has extended visa processing times to unimaginable lengths, causing a high degree of stress among many applicants who are not tech-savvy and find it hard to communicate online. If someone has never been a refugee or has never fled from their country, because of fear of persecution or discrimination, they can't understand. But people are in this country, there is no hope of belonging because even they're on temporary visas and there is no much support for them. But they cannot go back and they can't go elsewhere. This is a sense of death. You're feeling like you're dead every single day. The more we are confronted by COVID-19, that is the desperation happening. Nonato recommends seeking advice from registered migration agents even if you plan to lodge your own visa application. Migration law itself changes a lot and it's a bit difficult. It's complicated. It had become more complicated because of the pandemic. So I suggest that even if you still want to do it yourself, try to get advice first, you know, at least to make sure that you're in the right track. Please note that the comments provided in this article are general advice only and do not apply to all circumstances. If you are concerned about your visa status, it is best that you seek legal advice as soon as possible. You can follow the migration journeys of migrants and families on the new SBS four-part documentary series, Who Gets to Stay in Australia, 8.30pm on Wednesdays. If you believe you've been scammed, you can report your case to the Border Watch online report. People in Australia must stay at least 1.5 metres away from others. Find out what restrictions are in place for your state or territory. Testing for coronavirus is now widely available across Australia. If you are experiencing cold or flu symptoms, arrange a test by calling your doctor or contact the Coronavirus Health Information Hotline on 1800 020 080. The feature on how migration agents work in Australia was prepared by Amy Chen Yu Wong. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.